Good morning. Hello and welcome to a new style of service for Wanish. We're hoping to make this available via the podcast, via Instagram, possibly even by YouTube. It will be short, we'll have some prayers, uh, and I will uh, suggest some songs for you. So you may like to line those up on YouTube as well, so that you can uh, run this seamlessly. The first I would recommend is Oh the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus. My personal favourite is Oh the Deep Love of Jesus, uh, the epic version by Simon Kurowski. Um, the last uh, song will be The Power of the Cross by Stuart Townend. So if you want to look those out, uh, and then we will start. Why not play that first song first, Oh the Deep, Deep Love of Jesus. Let's then turn to prayer. Let's, first of all, quieten our hearts and our minds. Think over this last week of all of our anxiety, the times when we've left God, times when we've forgotten Him, times when we've said things which we shouldn't, done things which we shouldn't, or perhaps haven't done the things that we should. Let's just quieten our hearts and minds. Lord, our God, in our sin we have avoided your call. Our love for you is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes away early. Have mercy on us. Deliver us from your judgment. Bind up our wounds and revive us. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God, who sent his Son, Jesus Christ, into the world to save sinners, bring each one of us his pardon and peace, now and forever. Amen. There are some prayers written specifically for today, uh, Mothering Sunday. Uh, And there is a response to this, which is, Lord, in your mercy, if you'd like to respond, hear our prayer. So we pray, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this special day, we ask your blessing on our closest relationships. We give thanks for the love and protection of parents for their children, and in particular for the way mothers care and nurture for their families. We ask for your strength and patience for parents who find bringing up children particularly stressful. Lord, In your mercy, hear our prayer. On this special day, we ask your blessing on our families. At home, we are most truly ourselves and seen at our best and our worst. Give us grace to be able to forgive and to be forgiven and to learn the love of honesty, fairness and gentleness in all our close communication. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. And on this special day, we ask your blessing on those for whom family life has meant anguish and disappointment. Please heal their painful memories with the loving presence of your Spirit and give them grace to step hopefully into their future. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
And on this special day, we give you thanks for this church. We give you thanks for each member of it, whether in a family or without, that you would nourish each one of us and help us to grow, to grow the love, the extended family, the holy food of communion. Make us mature members of the church, able to give back our love, time and energy that the church may continue to bring the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. So now let us take just a few moments of quiet, thinking of those that we know who are in particular need, but obviously at this time for our NHS and all those that are serving us. So let's turn to our reading from Luke as we continue our series uh, through Lent. This is Jesus talking to the uh, tax collectors and sinners that gather around. uh, The Pharisees uh, challenge him. And so he tells them a story from Luke 15, verse 11. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he'd spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am, starving to death. I'll set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to him, Quick, bring the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard the music and dancing. So he called one of his servants, asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look. All these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, 
You kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you're always with me. Everything I have is yours, but we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. We meet today in very strange circumstances when everything seems slightly upside down and rather than watching a disaster movie, it sort of feels as though we're in one. Our passage this morning speaks of God's love. The younger son wants everything for himself, heads off into the world, but soon realises that his money, his friends and food have all run out. He thinks again about whomever there is that will love him regardless and realises he must return home, tail between his legs and give himself up as a servant in his father's house. And as he approaches, his father, who must have regularly been on the lookout, runs out and greets him. He welcomes him home, the penitent. He showers him with love and he asks him once again to be part of the relationship that that family enjoy. The older son, of course, is out in the field. On returning, the father also goes out to meet him. But he sees his relationship more as a servant than a son, not a child to the parent. The father, however, makes clear that a relationship with him is available all the time. What is needed is to step into that relationship and enjoy it. And on this Mothering Sunday, we might draw parallels with uh, our taking for granted that love, the provision and selfless sacrifice of our mothers. Let's enjoy a deep relationship with those that love us most deeply while we can. And so, what about the current situation and the virus that's taking a grip through our world? Well, without being melodramatic, I wonder if we're reaping what we've sown. We've gone our own way and relied upon our own strength. And in the face of something not seen before, we're powerless and therefore we're fearful and full of anxiety. And as a result, it's been recommended that we all stay at home, quite rightly. That's both broken the cords of relationship, but it's also meant that we've exposed our selfish natures in hoarding and carelessness. And this passage in the truth of Mothering Sunday is that we need to return to God, to turn back to each other, turn back from the way that we were heading and come back to God. That way, even if we sit alone at home, we sit with God and we have relationship with him. Our attitudes change and we begin again to care and experience the care that God has for us. What do we need to turn from at the moment? What part of our relationship with God do we need to embrace again? And how can we example that care to the wider community? Let us pray. Living God, we pray for those who face the future with uncertainty or anxiety. Those who fear it, who despair of it and who feel they have no future. We pray for those in the troubled parts of our world, not just through civil unrest, but for whom the coronavirus is causing real hardship and for fear. And we pray for peace, both from conflict, but also the fear of the unknown. For nothing is unknown with you, and in you our hearts have hope. We pray for those that are facing trauma and upheaval in their lives.
We pray for the hospital staff, the carers, those mourning, those in nursing homes, those wider elderly population and all those with weakness in body, mind and spirit, that you would be their security and their protection. We pray for those trying to develop treatment or a vaccine for the current epidemic. But at the same time, we remember those for whom there are other illnesses and pain for which they're waiting treatment. Help those who need to take life-changing decisions to do so with wisdom and compassion. We remember all of us who live with difficult decisions due to um, circumstances beyond our control, unexpected dangers, awkward and difficult choices. Living God, reach out to all for whom the future seems uncertain or unwelcome. The greatest challenges, the most worrying times. You are out there working your purpose, able to bring light out of darkness, hope out of despair, joy out of sorrow and good out of evil. Grant us the confidence to know that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And on the night that Jesus was betrayed at supper with his friends, he took bread, just like this, and he gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then at the end of that supper around the table, he took the cup of wine. He gave you thanks and said, drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Because though we are many, we are one body. Because we all share in one bread. So draw near with faith. Everyone around their own table. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ in the way that you wish to. He gave it for you. And his blood which he shed for you, eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ keep you in eternal life. And the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ given for you shed for you, keep you in eternal life. So as we finish today, I thank you for joining me and I pray that you would enjoy this time in your own home, reconnecting with God and relationship with him. And now, if you would, join together in that great song, The Power of the Cross with Stuart Townend. Thank you all for joining me.